970 WAND Aberdeen, and this is the Harford Edge, keeping you on the cutting edge of what's new in Harford County and beyond. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Harford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby. The Harford Edge is brought to you each week by your Harford County Public Library. Today we're excited to be speaking with Robin Tomecchio, CEO, and Heather Lynch, Resource Development Manager for Harford Family House. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. How crazy are morning. It's a crazy morning. Everything's fine, though. <laughs> I, my printer didn't work. Every school bus in the county was in front of me. <laughs> That's true. Uh, they, all, they all route them through the, the path from my house to the station. They're like, let's get Bob today. <laughs> and they're all like waiting, and then they pull in front of me at the last minute. So we're all good. Um, and I... I'm still annoyed at other things, so we have to talk about that for All a second. All right, let's get uh, it off your we're chest. we're also annoyed, as I mentioned, a Robin. <coughs> I'd like to um, ask the city manager of Aberdeen to come on the radio show sometime, and we'll discuss why. Uh, but first of all, we have a courtesy thing we do the first minute or so. Um, we're not perfect, but we always like to help others be a little more courteous. And today we're just going to talk about five quick things. If you let someone in to a line of traffic, how hard is it for them to give you a little... Hey there, thank you. Thank you. And like I do it, I wave. And then when yep. I pulled out and I know they can see me, I do it again in case they missed Absolutely. it while I was pulling out. Yep. Yep. Someone says, God bless you, say thank you. Mm-hmm. Someone holds a door for you, say thank you. And if you're going through a door and you know someone's behind you, don't dart in because you're just going to make it like Indiana Jones <laughs> under, under the, the falling rock. That happened to me yesterday, and that did irritate me. It's like, really? Because oh I had gosh. stuff in my hands, and that person, free as a bird, just walked through. And... Yeah, elevator, subway car. <sighs> Didn't everybody learn that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're going to... Um, naturally, my phone is ringing. <laughs> <laughs> answering it because he's courteous you don't get off the elevator until you you don't you don't get on an elevator to right. let people off right and the last thing smokers i'm not going to judge and when people say i'm not going to judge they mean i'm just not going to verbalize my judgment. Right. <laughs> do they think that's standing right in front of the door so that every time you open the door to walk out of the building you get hit with like a london fog of of just what came out of their lungs. Go around the corner. Do they, do they really think that, or do they not care? <laughs> I want to know. I have no uh, idea why that happens. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Should be around the corner, though. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where a lot of companies and businesses have their... A little further They're now, roped yeah. off. Mm-hmm. Their... I think that would be the best way to help people stop smoking, is just send them videos of them huddled in 20-degree <laughs> weather. With snow and sleet. <laughs> Okay, so uh, we're done being annoyed. <laughs> or we're done talking about it for now. Okay. That's a good distinction. I trivia? Think it's time for some trivia. Ooh. Are you guys good trivia-ites? Mm-hmm. Not really. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're I'm, in luck. Well, Bob I think if they awesome. say no. Bob, no, don't good. say I'm awesome because then if I, you're setting me up. <laughs> I try and do that each and every week. Right. <laughs> It's amazing what his brain retains, though. And what it doesn't. <laughs> right, Joanne and Ellen? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That, that gets crowded good, out. Right. Okay, this one's a film theme. Not the, all of them, but this particular question. What was the name of Jack Nicholson's character in the 1975 American comedy drama film One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Oh, I know that. Randall P. McMurphy. Are totally correct. Now, is that a favorite movie of yours? It is a great movie. Yeah. Have you, you guys, guys seen? Ken Kesey novel. Mm-hmm. Really, really great. You should see it. And the book. The book was excellent too. Okay. You may know this one too, Bob. 
What notable brand of alcohol takes its name from the Why brand? would I know that? <laughs> I'm just going out on a limb here. Um, takes its name from the romanticized, storied life of a Welsh buccaneer who routed the Spanish in an attack on Panama City in 1671. Captain Morgan. Yes, sir. I was going to say Jose Cuervo, but <laughs> soon as you said Welsh, <laughs> or Don uh, Bacardi, or whatever. I have a friend that's her favorite drink, Captain Morgan. Morgan and Coke, Morgan right? And yes, yes. When her daughter was little, they were saying, what do you, what's your parents' favorite drink in the summertime? Like, lemonade, iced tea, those were the choices. She was like, Captain Morgan and Coke! <laughs> You um, never, you got to watch what you say in front of those kids. You do. I had um, a, a, a minister uh, told me once that he was, um, after Sunday services, he was outside greeting the folks as they came out after the service. And there was a young girl, five or six, mm-hmm. coming out. She had a beautiful multi-layered lace dress on. It was beautiful. And he said, oh, Samantha, that's a beautiful dress. She said, yeah, but it's a bitch to iron. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the truth, but. (laughs) So that was probably the scene an hour and a half earlier. Yes, it was. Um, Okay, next question. Which wedding anniversary is traditionally referred to as the golden wedding anniversary? You could say it. Yay! Robin Robin and Heather have gotten all these. They've been queuing me with the answers. (laughs) Anyone celebrated their 50th? No. How could that be possible? I know. We're we're so young. young. I got married late in life, so I will probably never. Robin would have to have been married at negative five. That's right. Heather would have been married at the womb. Heather negative. Right. Oh, I don't see any of those. Okay. Now, I don't know why this is another alcohol related question, but maybe it's it's a sign of our weekend. Mm If a liquor is 100 proof, how much alcohol does it contain by percentage? 50. Any disagrees, agrees? Mm-hmm. I agree. That's correct. Okay. That's correct. That's why grain alcohol was 180 proof or something like that. Oh, God. And it was tasteless. Yeah. And after drinking it, you were. (laughs) For several days. How many chambers are there in a dog's heart? (coughs) It's more than one and less than five. Four. Correct. Correct. That had to be a guess. (laughs) You You could have said two or three. Which book holds the record of being the most stolen book from public libraries? It would be great if it was the Bible. It is not the Bible. Dictionary? No. Steal this book by Steal Abby Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? No, it's an interesting answer. It's a book about world records that gets stolen. The Guinness? Yes. Really? <laughs> huh. I had to throw that in there from the library. Uh-huh. You know? Abby Hoffman wrote a book. It was a very radical, uh, subversive book in the late 60s, and he called it Steal This Book because he didn't want people to have to pay for it. Wow. He wanted his royalties, of course. But... Sure. He wanted people to buy it, and then people steal it from the people that mm-hmm. bought it. Mm-hmm. Okay, who was the tallest actor ever to win an Academy Award? Wow. This I didn't know. Because of the height, or because she didn't know they won an Academy Award? I knew they won an Academy Award, but I had no idea they were as tall as they are. You know, it's so hard to tell in a film. Hmm. Wow. Was it, when was it? It was 2003, and the movie was Mystic River. Um, so that had to be uh, um, either... No, it wouldn't be Sean Penn. And who else was in that? Um, oh, it was a great movie, too. Um, Do you want me to give you... Um, yeah. his last name starts with? Initials. T-R. T-R. Mm-hmm. And I saw the movie. Oh, this is going to kill me when I hear mm-hmm. it. Um, oh. Um, he was married to... Susan Sarandon? Yeah. So, Tony... Um, Robert, uh, t- Roberts? Uh, Tim Robbins? Yeah. 
He is Tim six Robin. five. Wow. I would have never thought he was six five ever. Good movie. Clint Eastwood directed that. All right. What is the name of the dog from the 1960s television cartoon, The Jetsons? I we were on. Elroy was the son. Oh, Astro. Yeah, I was like singing the song in your head. Rastro. And where did where did Elroy go to school? Where did he get dropped off? Little Dipper Elementary School. Okay, now this one, is, this one is, is just for you, Heather, and you, Robin. How many castaways were there on American, the American sitcom Gilligan's Island? Seven. 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 Good job, guys. <laughs> we'll talk more about that later in the show. Yes. Well, well while we have a second, what, mm-hmm. when people realize, if they're not going already, that they're, they have to be here, what, what, who do they call? What website do they go to, to the, 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 the castaway thing? Your event. How, how oh, for the event. the event. Oh, okay. To what? find out about our event, mm-hmm. they could go to Hartford Family House's website. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that is, where is that? What is that website? HartfordFamilyHouse.org. Dot org. Dot org. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then there's an events tab, so you click on that. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, very good. Good job with trivia, guys. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You'll never Somebody forget Tim us. Robbins is so tall. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never forget it. <laughs> I forget everything. I forget people's names I met yesterday. But, uh, two quick news things, and one I'm going to turn into a little editorial and appeal. The first one is great news. The um, opioid crisis um, and the emergency hotline is opening. It's a project of Upper Chesapeake and the county and a lot of other providers, Harford County Health Department. And it's uh, the beginning of it's going to be a great resource for a lot of folks, and it's going to be 24 hours. So we're happy about that. I am biased. I'm on the board of Charhope, and um, I know uh, having access for folks having access to some resources and um, just someone to talk to, uh, it, especially uh, off hours, uh, could uh, make a huge difference. The other thing is, this is going to be a combined editorial slash news thing. All right. Um, the news is, um, and I'm really making it a stretch here. Um, I he attend, never does that. <laughs> I, I attended a uh, Aberdeen downtown, downtown Aberdeen meeting in February. And... Um, City manager, Randy Robertson, got up and said, um, I just want everyone to know that at all the grief we got for the homeless situation here um, is everyone's imagination. You, have, you hired professionals like me to take care of the situation, and we did. Um, and now the homeless problem is gone in Aberdeen. And someone said, how so? He said, well, they're still homeless. They're just less visible. Um, And he said, and we still want people to come here for treatment if they need it, but just not on Main Street. And this follows his brilliant idea um, to to find the homeless people, $50. If you read read Scott Gottbrecht's letter to the editor, Scott Mm -hmm. from United Way, absolutely brilliant. So um, I would like to invite Randy Robertson and the person who hired him, Mayor McGrady, come on the show. Let's talk about that. Um, the only reason I went to that meeting was because I wanted to – I was witnessing a complete railroading of Cal Ripken and the Ironbirds by the city of Aberdeen. And this is not something – I don't get married to get in trouble for this. This is me. Um, but – the, the Ironbirds, especially under Matt Slade as the GM, are doing so much for our community. You certainly do know, uh, Robin and Heather, with Home Runs for the Homeless and things like that. What We're having five recovery nights this year at the stadium um, for Shar Hope and Homecoming Project. They're and, a great partner with the library on yes, so many levels. Uh, Race Against Child Abuse Everywhere, what they're doing with, um, with ARC mm-hmm. and uh, Office on Aging, Hometown Heroes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we had the city of Aberdeen come out and say, 
they're costing us they cost us five million over the past five years um and that became the the gospel from them and they proceeded to not let the Ironbirds do any non-Ironbirds event, which costs six figures to the Ironbirds. It's probably cost the city of Aberdeen over 400000 in lawyers, and they've hired an entity, Huntley Sports Group, which has not done one thing to run events. They, Everyone knew they wouldn't because they don't have any capabilities. They have no track record. They have no resources. Um, and when they say $5 million, and Angela uh, did a great job with this uh, at the chamber, they're only mentioning the expense side. They didn't mention that They've got, they've got 950000 from the state for renovations. That they're in that million, five million was a million in renovations. They got 950000 back from the state. They got 800000 in amusement and admission taxes. They had 700000 in ground rent and principal on ground rent from the Ripkins. They had lease payments from the Ripkins for over $500,000. Tourism tax revenue for over 700,000. So their income was actually 5.1 million on the expenses that they were saying the poor people of Aberdeen were paying. Not to mention 75 Aberdeen residents were working there. Ironbirds had to lay off their events manager. They had to lay off uh, over a third of their uh, event staff. And this is a 30-40 million dollar mm-hmm benefit to this county, the tourism, uh, the economic activity. What it means to our um, nonprofits is, in hard dollars, probably four to $500,000 a year. Probably triple that in PR and awareness and et cetera. So, again, I invite them to come on. Um, almost everything they've said and represented about this relationship with Ripken and the Ironbirds has been a misrepresentation as far as I can tell. So come on. Let's um, come on, explain it. If we can get this back um, in in order, I think it serves everybody, even Aberdeen. Maybe Aberdeen more than everyone. So that's all. This is uh, not the view of the library or the <laughs> WAMD. Mary is uh, enjoying some time today. <laughs> so come on, Mr. Robertson. If, if you have a good reason... Tell us what it is. That's all we ask. (laughs) So that's it for you, Bob? That's it for me. All right, guys. We're going to take a little break, and when we come back, we'll be talking with Robin. And I think I didn't pronounce your last name right. Tomechko. Tomechko, Mm -hmm. CEO, and Heather Lynch, Resource Development Manager for Hartford Family House. And Robin, by the way, is the CEO of Hartford Family House. Okay. Public Library's Innovation Lab, located at the Abington Library, is now open to the public with hands-on training for area community members aged 6th grade and above. Through creative experiences in the Innovation Lab, you can develop new skills, resources, and products that will help to drive Hartford County's economy forward. The Innovation Lab's technology includes the MakerBot Replicator 5th Generation 3D Printer, 3D creation software including MakerBot and PrinterBot, professional green screen with studio light box and both apple and windows computers all to help create your electronic video audio publishing and 3d design projects for more information or to reserve the innovation lab for your special project call 410-638-3990 or visit the abington library at 2510 south tollgate road Welcome back, everyone. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Hartford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby. <coughs> this is the Hartford Edge. We're so delighted today to have Robin Tomechko, CEO, and Heather Lynch, Resource Development Manager for Hartford Family House, in the studio with us today. I'm going to give you a little background on these two remarkable ladies. Robin, as the CEO, has over 30 years of professional experience in the nonprofit community mostly with big brothers and big sisters of the greater Chesapeake. Robin has a Master of Arts degree in clinical psychology. She's been named the most admired CEO by Maryland's Daily Record and is in the circle of excellence for the top 100 women, having been named to the top 100 women by the Daily Record three times. That's impressive. Robin has won the Brava Award from Smart CEO Magazine. She is a Weinberg Fellow class of 2004, and a Greater Baltimore Leadership graduate, class of 2005. She's also a big sister mentor. Robin is married and has two adult sons. Heather has an equally impressive background that she brings to Harvard Family House. 
She is the Resource Development Manager and has eight years experience in nonprofit with the March of Dimes of Hartford County and Greater Baltimore prior to joining Hartford Family House. She's been a resident of Hartford County for over 20 years. She attended McDaniel College with a major in communications. She's the mother of two daughters, 12 and 15, and when she's not working at Hartford Family House, she likes to watch her daughters play sports, work out, and she is a health and wellness coach. Welcome, you two. So glad to have you here today on a beautiful Thanks Friday. Thanks for having us. Thank you for coming. Um, thank you for weathering our <laughs> fire drill, <laughs> figuratively, this yes. morning yes. Uh, as we came in. And tell us a little more about you, Robin. Are you Harford County? Harford County, live in Forest Hill. Born I, here, raised I here? I grew up in the Parkville area of Baltimore County. Went to Baltimore Lutheran High School and uh, graduated from West Virginia University. Mountaineers. And yes, go Mountaineers. <laughs> so when were we talking about moonshine? Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're like resonated you know with that. me. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and now live in Forest Hill. <coughs> and Heather, you, um, are you a Parker County born and raised? I grew up in Baltimore County as well, um, Towson area. Okay. Attended Lock Raven High School. Always have a good lacrosse team at Lockridge, don't they? Raiders. And I saw your daughter is a is a lacrosse player, you know, doing lacrosse the research. Lacrosse and soccer players. Okay, the Hawks, right? Hawks, <laughs> North Harvard Hawks. Uh, I'm on the board with Derek Hopkins right. at Char Hope, so he's got a little lacrosse in his blood. Yeah. And, and Emma got to go on the field as JV uh, last Aww. week. He was um, proud of that. Aww. So. Before we start, HartfordFamilyHouse.org, um, check it out. Uh, we're very familiar with the work of this great organization, but tell us his, the history of Hartford Family House, how it started, and, what, and, and your mission. Yeah, sure. Um, well, <coughs> Hartford Family House is the largest provider of transitional housing for homeless families with children. Uh, just recently, last year, we also added... Uh, to serve unaccompanied adults as well uh, oh, between wow. the ages of 8 and 24 because there's a huge need in I'm that sure. area as well. Um, so we're the only organization in Harford County that's capable of keeping the intact family, so mom, dad, children, however they present as homeless, they can actually stay with us all together. Um, and we're the only organization that provides that in the county. Uh, we've been in business for 29 years. Next year will be our 30th anniversary. Oh, wow. So we're really, really excited about that and gearing up for that. Um, <clears throat> but we started out of uh, the Episcopal Church. There were nine churches that got together to uh, work together to... I think it started with one homeless family and then kind of grew from there. And they found more. And they found sure. many more. Yeah. Um, yep. So really from the Episcopal churches is how we got our start. And we all know homeless, they're because they have weak moral character, they're lazy, <laughs> they're, you know, they just, they can easily get jobs and transportation yeah. and shelter. Yeah. If they just put their minds to it, right? Mm -hmm. Is that how it works? Yeah. No, not at all. That's, what, that's the perception <laughs> out there, though. There's this yep. terrible perception <clears throat> out there. And honestly, when I was working at Big Brothers Big Sisters, but lived in Harford County, mm -hmm. I'd make the trek to, the, to Baltimore all the time, and I'd see all the homeless people in Baltimore. And then when I heard about this opportunity here in Harford County, I was like, wow, we don't really have a homeless situation or a problem in mm -hmm. Harford County. I really wasn't in touch and aware mm -hmm. until I started interviewing for the job and learning more and like, wow, I was mm -hmm. just blown away. And mm -hmm. I think people also aren't thinking when they think about the homeless, they're, they're thinking about drug addicts and, you know, people that, um, individuals, they're not thinking of whole families mm -hmm. that are homeless because we really don't see them. You know, they're, um, going from couch to couch in various you know, connections, friends' homes, families' homes. Right. Um, they're living in their cars. Mm -hmm. uh, they're um, on park benches. You know, we got a call from the mayor in Haverty Grace <laughs> about a family of eight that was living on the park benches and yes. in between uh, the car and park benches. And his church actually helped to get them a room for a while until we had a space to put this family of eight in. So I think people aren't really aware of the issue mm -hmm. um, and how it really impacts families. And, and I think, and talk about this for a minute, I think also people 
fail, not they don't fail, but there's not a lot of empathy for it, for someone who is behind that eight ball yes. for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. You're talking about transportation, you're talking about jobs, you're talking about life skills, you're talking about food and shelter. And this is not something you can just conjure up. Right. You can't conjure up all these things at right. once, right. no matter who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, so if someone, let's talk first about if someone happens to be in a situation where they're home, homeless or, mm-hmm. what, is it, what is it called, um, functionally homeless yeah. or from working, minors, working yeah. poverty or mm-hmm. uh, whatever yeah. the case may be? If they have a need, they have to contact the community action agency because all referrals are made there. And then the community action agency contacts us. Um, to, and we stay in close contact with them in terms of our availability. Um, so when they get a family, they refer to us. You know, They'll say it's a certain size family, and then we let them know if we have a one-bedroom, a two-bedroom, a house available that we can place this family. Okay. And... Um... Tell us about the houses. Uh, do you own the houses? Uh, yes, some, we, you have some group shelters as well for staging? Uh, and... We own all of um, the Del Grove Apartments, which is our main complex. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have one and two-bedroom apartments there as well as our offices. And, then and where is that? That's um, on uh, West East Bel Air Avenue, <laughs> East Bel Air Avenue and Post Road, right down from the Boys and Girls Clubs, not far okay. from there at all, a big apartment complex. And then uh, we have about six <clears throat> other individual properties in Aberdeen. This is all in Aberdeen so far. Okay. Um, <clears throat> six individual homes that we own. And then we also have relationships with landlords where we'll actually rent properties as well. Okay. So I think right now we can house 28 families at one wow. time. Wow. And they can stay with us for about a year, maybe even 18 months if they're doing well in the program. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, our case managers work with them uh, to provide life skills and um, the case management support that they need, mm-hmm. the job training, you know, because mm-hmm. within the first 30 days we work w- with them to get a job. They have to have a job and be employed working with us. So uh, the case managers work to update their resumes and, you know, job trainings. And we have a lot of great partnerships in the area with uh, Shul Davis Cole at Beacon and Express Employment where, you know, lots of people really chip in to help Mm -hmm. us. Um, And we're in a great area for the warehouses so we can get a lot of our people to warehouse jobs. But as um, Bob mentioned, there's a challenge for transportation. Sure. And a lot of our people, that's a big barrier for them. Sure. So we started a couple years ago a program called Wheels for Work, uh, which started with funding from the county. And then the Dreshers and some other people, uh, foundations, have continued to support it, where we actually have a van and a driver that will go around and take our uh, people to work in the morning and then pick them up um, wow. in the evening, which is it was a huge barrier oh, uh, sure. to employment for our mm-hmm. folks. Mm-hmm. And then we also have a partnership with an organization called Vehicles for Change where we'll work with them to help uh, our clients get driver's licenses and then actually Vehicles for Change gets donated cars. They okay. repair them and then they get them. They offer them to organizations like us where they can, our clients can really save to get them inexpensively. Mm-hmm. So, and, and this is a challenge that a lot of us are working on. We certainly in the recovery community, um, uh, at Char Hope, at Homecoming Project, um, our girls, every evening, it's at least one of them has a fellowship meeting mm-hmm. um, to get them to their jobs every day. And um, certainly with the Office on Aging and with Boys and Girls Clubs and Hartford Family House. So if someone... And there is work being done. I know Len and and Amber are doing some great work they already, yeah. getting Hartford Link to be a little more uh, tuned in mm-hmm. to the needs. Uh, they're st- starting some evening and weekend hours. Great. They're going to be running on holidays when mm-hmm. everything else is open. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> I drove a guy from uh, MedStar to... Uh, Windsor Valley about three months ago on Martin wow. Luther King Day, because Harford Link wasn't running, but right. he had to come for a stroke therapy at at MedStar. Wow! 
Um, yeah. And he was standing at the bus stop. Yep. Oh, and he man. would have been standing there. He would have still been standing. Said, hmm, right. I don't think he knows the bus doesn't run today. Yeah. So there were some angry calls to um, yeah. <laughs> to my wife, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if people, uh, I mean, it's always an immediate need for transportation. Can mm-hmm. people volunteer? Do they come to you if they want to volunteer about driving or giving uh, volunteer driving, giving money. Uh, they just they can go to the website or they can call our main number, which is four one zero two seven three sixty seven hundred. And uh, Ariana Brown is our volunteer coordinator, and she's doing an excellent job in, you know, placing people with opportunities uh, to help our clients. You know, like whenever uh, we put our families in apartments all by themselves so immediately when they come in they're like wow how many other people are going to be in here with us and so we explain to them no this is yours this is for your entire family and like i said the community comes together and they donate furniture and bedding and flatware and dishes i mean when a new family comes in everything is totally stocked for them and that's all from the generosity of the community that comes together to support us. So a new family walks in, and they get to stay there and live in this apartment as a family, and they wow. really, really enjoy that. So, And um, so, some other things people can do. Um, I mean, right now, as soon as this show is over. Yep. Well, Heather will talk about all the events, so there's lots of opportunities to sponsor our events, serve on volunteer event committees, uh, right now, I'm looking for some new board members, so if anybody, primarily someone in the construction industry mm-hmm. or someone uh, very active in the faith community are kind of two targets right now that we'd like to add to our board. So if anybody is interested, you can call that main number and speak to me about that. Um, Volunteer opportunities always, you know, our facilities manager could use groups of people to come out and cut grass and mm-hmm. weed and help us mm-hmm. maintain the properties, that kind of thing. Paint every time a new family moves in, they get to take all of that stuff with them oh, that's when they get their add. new start. That's great. So we always are needing stuff, mm-hmm. uh, donations, um, cleaning supplies, uh, vacuum yeah. cleaners. Yeah. <laughs> we have quite an extensive <laughs> needs list of things, but we people do. can find that on our website. Too. There's a great wish list on their website. Mm-hmm. I think it's time for... Mm-hmm. The reappearance of the um, the boxes and bins at the library oh, branches. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome! Oh, yeah, we've done that um, mm-hmm. for um, to help restock HCAA mm-hmm. after the storms. Yes, mm-hmm. right. Because our girls at Shar Hope get a lot of their um, yeah. provisions. We've done some yeah. collections for the VA. We so, did a yeah. wish we list for, uh, sure. for the yeah, yeah the Veterans Hospital. Yeah, thirty six cartons wow. of stuff. Yeah. For. Um, including a ton of duffel bags and suitcases because yeah. with the VA, I mean, that's transitional housing. At least uh-huh. a third of it is transitional housing. And these men and women don't have they duffel have bags bag and bag. suitcases. So when they do find more temp- permanent housing, uh-huh. and the, the, we always laugh because the other thing on the wish list was underwear. New, please. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> That means yeah, someone showed right. up at some time. Yeah, exactly. With- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Our families come with nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. And one dad came with his kids recently uh, as a result of a fire, and they lost everything. I can't even imagine. You know, so we've seen a lot of fires mm-hmm. lately in the area where we've gotten those families from fires. Mm-hmm. Um, and-, and it's not like they can just... Go out and spend $5,000. Oh, I need new toiletries. I need a new hair dryer. I don't have a mirror because I don't have a... Right. Right, yeah. I don't have a place to to live, so... Right, yeah. This dad was just in an apartment and didn't have renter's insurance. And, you know, so you lose everything. Thank God he was at work and the two boys were at school because they're school age. But this kind of stuff happens. Mm -hmm. So there's lots of reasons how people become homeless. Right. uh, you know, many people don't think about that kind of thing. You know, the whole you're one paycheck away if Absolutely. you're not a saver. Or lots of illnesses. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of people have families. You know, a dad would lose its job and then mom got cancer. Or there's some sort mm-hmm. of sickness that just wipes out the savings mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. have nothing. So And then happens. navigating the legal system. Yes. And all the... the it's costly. I, I mean, mm-hmm. when we were working on a project with the Harford County 
Bar Foundation mm-hmm. um, yep. folks at uh, at Windsor Valley. Um, it started that okay, we're going to have pro bono attorneys, mm-hmm. but you have to come to Bel Air Wednesday at noon right. or Wednesday at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's like you have to take three buses. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> it's not like you could say, "Hey, boss, yep. I need the day off." Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So then they started doing Skype. Mm-hmm. at the different and then actually having the attorneys come to mm-hmm. um we're folks and so it's, i'm sure it's the same thing yeah. because i i know i was not trained well growing up mm-hmm. to manage life mm-hmm. things like a right. checkbook and mm-hmm. right things like that and we have lots of great financial partners that help us with teaching financial literacy and the college has been wonderful in helping our folks get their GEDs mm-hmm. and oh, that's great. you know so there's a lot of Harford County has just been wonderful in terms of community partnerships mm-hmm. and everybody kind of working together mm-hmm. so I didn't feel that sense when I was in Baltimore yeah <laughs> you know I really kind of get that I've only been in the job two years here but it's really a nice strong sense of community everybody seems to care about what everybody's doing and wanting to figure yeah. out how they can support and help mm-hmm. everybody wants to help everybody mm-hmm. and that's really what i like about the county yeah and there's a lot of people that are in, in leadership roles mm-hmm. like yourself people in community services people mm-hmm. like cheryl and yeah things like that that really you know we're doing it for the right reasons and they were often to find a lot of constructive practical solutions yes. and mm-hmm. often isn't the case yeah. in certain places yeah um, Heather, let's uh, talk. And by the way, I'm going to call you Amber half the time. <laughs> I call Amber Schroeds Heather for some reason. I confuse Amber and Heather. It's not like you oh just met gosh, Amber. Right, yeah. No, I, I conf- <laughs> you know, I, you know, it's do you is it affect or affect? It's like, is it Amber or Heather? Um, I'll respond to Amber. That's okay, right. that's right. Okay, and that's the only two names I'll ask you to respond to. And we we do want to talk a little more about the homeless issue and help people understand that, you know, what it, if you were in this situation, you, you would not be acting any differently. People like to think, well, I'd never get in that situation or I was raised this way. Well, that's a privilege if you were raised this yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. Um, and we to deal with this all the time with recovery, um, um that people refuse to uh, acknowledge that it's a disease. Um, But tell us first some things coming up, some great things coming up. And I can't get the Gilligan's Island theme out out of my head. Why is that? (laughs) We totally need that in the background. So a lot of people ask, often ask me, where does our funding come from? And one of the ways we get funding is through events. And... um, that's one of my job responsibilities is to promote and coordinate some really fun fundraising events and create awareness. So um, our next event coming up is our second annual Ahoy event. It's a happy hour in Havity Grace. So far, so good. Exactly, right? <laughs> Can't go wrong. Can't go. Beautiful Havity Grace um, at LeBanc. And love that space. It's beautiful. beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely beautiful. Yes. On the water. <coughs> McGregor's is catering our event. Um, we have live music by um, O'Hare, Sam O'Hare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got his last name. Couldn't remember his first name. <laughs> so we'll have some fun island music going on. Um, tickets are $50 each. Um, so come on out. We decided this year, how can we make it even better than last year, mm-hmm. which was already an amazing event. Um, so we came up with this Gilligan's Island idea, um, sort of a, an extra boost to the fundraising, and we used the seven cast members from Gilligan's Island and picked some really amazing community leaders here in Harford County to help us fundraise for this event. So each community leader is assigned a cast member. So we have Gilligan, we have the skipper, we have the professor, we have all of them, and they're reaching out to their contacts in the community and asking them to support them financially to get off the quote-unquote island of homelessness. So they're fundraising from now until the day of the event, and we'll make the big announcement at the event who of the winner who yeah. fundraised the most to get off good, the island. Good. We have, to, we have to get Eric a real ascot, though. I saw he had, <laughs> I like, know. a kerchief on or something. I think he something. got that, like, at a <laughs> He got it from, like, you know, yeah. Roy exactly. Rogers or yeah. something. Eric Rebert, get an ascot, please. 
<laughs> and Mary Hassler is yes. our lovey, lovey, our lovey house. Mary, so. finally, she's doing something I in the community. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, I know. you know, she watches her shows all day, her, sto- <laughs> her stories. Her stories. Exactly. <laughs> no, and she's really having a ball with this. Yeah, she's so, excited um, about it. All of our yeah. cast members have yeah. really just come through. They really, they played the part excellently. So that is June 7th. Which is already only a few weeks away. I know. Five p.m. to eight p.m. is the best thing to go to the website. Um, yeah, we go to the website again to the um, events tab, and you'll see all of our events listed there. But Ahoy is the first one, obviously our next one in line, and you can buy tickets. We're still accepting sponsorships um, for the for the event as well. Um, anyone who owns a small business here in Harford County and wants to donate anything for a um, raffle or a silent auction item we're still accepting those as well liquor is always great gift cards <laughs> okay experiences we would love if they really are anxious to or they want to ask you what what works uh can they call you or sure, uh, absolutely yep. and the, the main number no, 410-273-6700 yep. okay give us who are some of the other cast members mary eric did I see Steve Linkus was on there too? No, no? Frank Kellner. Is okay. Milligan. Okay. Frank from Harford Mutual. Yeah. Who else? Uh, we have Ed Norwell. Yeah. From Fidelity, Fidelity Bank. Loan One. Mm-hmm. That's what his car says. Is that what it says? <laughs> <laughs> we have George. George Heidelmeyer. It's payday. As Mary the Ann professor. Marianne Bogarty. Is Mary Ann. <laughs> Michelle Langhauser as Ginger. See, there's no men here. Whenever Gilligan's Island comes up and men are discussing it, the question is always... I was going to ask you that, Bob. Ginger Ginger or Marianne? Uh (laughs) Ginger. Ginger. (laughs) Because I knew it wouldn't be a long-term thing. (laughs) That's true. No commitment. Marianne, you've been brought in for the rest of your life. Okay, so that is Ahoy, June 7th. Go to the website org and speaking of our favorite um, community um, entertainment institution, uh, Ripken Stadium, the Iron Birds, Ripken Baseball, home runs for the homeless, Tuesday, July 24th, all day. And what is that? Mm, that's such a fun event. Um, you're on the ball field all day long. He doesn't want to do that. It was a gorgeous day last year, nice and warm and sunny, but we have... Um, Sponsorship sponsorship opportunities available for that as well. Um, but what we the main event is teams. It's kind of like a, your traditional golf tournament with a baseball twist. So we have teams of four. Um, they're usually corporations who form these teams, but it can be individuals as mm-hmm. well. And they come on out. They have their designated time slot where they come and they have an opportunity to hit the ball, and they get a certain amount of points for how far it goes, a certain amount for home runs, a certain amount for hitting the warning track, just getting it out of the oh, <laughs> infield. Like the, there's no fake fences like halfway? Uh, uh, it's the real really thing. over the fence. So are there <laughs> ringers? I think, I guess there people bring There are some ringers. ringers. Some of the corporations will field a team of ringers, yeah, but competitive the mm-hmm. the winners fun. are usually always the police yeah like the sheriff's department really? or aberdeen police or i mean they have a couple really good i think the guys play all year round or right. something but they come out and really enjoy doing okay it, well, i was so. gonna try that but i'm <laughs> <laughs> come on you Bob, should, you Bob. i actually exactly. got to spend a day on camden yards on the field oh, hitting wow. against baltimore oriole pitchers and so it was a lot of fun Yes. Yeah. Now, yeah. do you run the ba- they run the bases or they if just they hit? wanted to okay. they could but they don't they, they, okay. they just hit okay yeah. yep mm-hmm. but we need volunteers for that day as well um, we had a lot of youth that day because it is in the summertime sure so they're not in school so we need people out in the outfield Tuesday balls, yeah. throwing uh-huh. them back in so that is a um, day when the Ironbirds are away the they're Iron- away okay exactly so July twenty fourth home runs for the homeless thank you again Matt's latest general manager. Mm-hmm. Of the Iron Birds, and again, go to the website uh, on that. That looks like a lot of fun. Um, and you have some sponsorship 
people yeah. already in place for that that you maybe want to yeah. call out to? Yep, I'm already on board for presenting sponsors, Hartford Mutual. We love Hartford Mutual. Hartford now. Mutuals, this is their 10th year. Mm-hmm. So oh, this wow. is yeah, it's about time they stepped up for the community, too. <laughs> so they've been involved every year for the 10 years, so they're our presenting sponsor. And um, the Ironbirds are actually the next level. What is that, a Grand Slam? Yep. Grand Slam sponsor, um, Matt Slatis and Jack Graham recently joined our board, and they've been very, very involved and supportive of this event and helping us negotiate all the contract stuff (laughs) with the new stadium, and they've donated some uh, phenomenal Aberdeen jerseys that were worn by players that we're offering at a certain sponsorship level Mm -hmm. uh, where people can get them customized with our 10th anniversary patch and their names on the back or a favorite number um, as another incentive to raise some money. So is is this a non-Ironbird, a dreaded non-Ironbird event? It's a non-Ironbird event, exactly. So please come on the show, Randy Roberts. (laughs) Or Robertson. Or Gilligan, whatever your name is. (laughs) I saw someone refer to uh, on one of the online postings, uh, McGrady and Robertson as Skipper and Gilligan. I, not me, of course, so I can report it. Uh, you can report it, right. So everything's set for that? So there must have been good. some yeah. tense moments there yes, with the uncertainty that's going to be created. Very, very tough, um, but everything is all set. We're ready good. to go. And again, you know, thanks to the, the Ironbirds and... Um, They've been very, very supportive mm-hmm. in helping us navigate all of that. Oh, it sounds like that. a great event. So we're really, yeah, really great excited. weather again. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hope in handbags, purse auction, and retail sale. Oh, we missed boots and bow ties in September. No, we didn't. I'm just, you don't want to do boots um, and bow ties. That's going to be the finale. <laughs> <laughs> that's my plan, <laughs> Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to, because we're working our way down. The arms with home runs. Ah, then gotcha. the handbags. I got gotcha. oh, And then dancing with the feet. And then His the mind feet. works in mysterious <laughs> ways. <laughs> and then right back up to the bow ties. Yes. It's a circle of life. <laughs> On a fine Friday morning. Okay. Okay. Since Leslie pointed it out. I never get out. my way. Boots and bow ties. Boots and bow ties. Oh, my. Friday, September 7th at Falling Branch Brewery. Which, by the way, there's a lot going on up there at Falling Branch. It is. Um, it's a gala with a laid-back country feel. Hartford Financial Group is the presenting sponsor. Uh, that's mm-hmm. Friday, September 7th. Go to the HartfordFamilyHouse.org for tickets and other things. Tell us about that. Another great event, our second annual. Um, we wanted to take your traditional uptight, mm-hmm. stuffy gala here in Hartford County good. and just give it a good and country. And change it up. Mm-hmm. Good country feel. So we said... Bring out your boots, and if you have a bow tie, you can dress it up with a bow tie. But that's it. <laughs> no and, dressier than the bow tie. And Eric Roberts going to bring his <laughs> new, his new ascot. ascot. <laughs> and his sailing hat. Yep. Eric is actually, Eric and Stacy, his wife, are actually chairing that uh, the event this year. So oh, really? Nice. really excited. They've got some new ideas and new mm-hmm. thoughts to making it really fun. So we're excited. So is, this is the, the, the big, uh, this is the... Signature money raising fundraising event, would you say? We hope so. If you ask Eric, he'll probably say absolutely. Yeah, there you okay. go. Right, right, yeah. We'll have a bourbon tasting, cigar bar, um, great food, great music. It's going to be a lot of a lot of fun. Okay. Falling Branch, if you haven't been out there, is an awesome venue. It's really fun. It's going to be perfect, a perfect setting for this type of event. And a good time of year too. Yeah, it'll be a nice. Well, how do nice people evening. get on your mailing lists um, and Facebook um, updates so that they're sent invites? They're kept. They're updated on the programs and the details on these events. Uh, do you have do you do a big mailing list on the website? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, they can go on there and and put all their information there. Obviously, call the office as well. Um, or like you or on yeah, Facebook? Yeah, like us on Facebook. Yeah, always Facebook looking page. for more likers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> more likes on Facebook. Okay, now can we talk about Hope and Handbags? We sure can. <laughs> and who is this Hope and why is she in Handbags? <laughs> Go, That's the other name I was going to call you. <laughs> That's our 10th anniversary one, too. Yeah. So oh, wow. Home Runs and the Handbags, Hope and Handbags, are have been running for 10 years. Wow. The Ahoy was new, and the uh, Boots and Bow Ties yeah. were two new ones. 
Friday, November 2nd, and Saturday, uh, November 3rd, at the Bel Air Armory on Main Street, um, uh, Hope and Handbags Purse Auction and Retail Sales. It's a two-day silent auction and retail sale with, by the way, am I stealing your, should I be reading this? No, you're fine. Retail sale with a new and gently, because what I'll do is I'll read that whole thing and say, tell us what it is, (laughs) Amber. Or 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 whatever your name is. And it's like, you just told them what it is. I can't elaborate anymore. Uh, it's 10th anniversary, and um, people can donate bags to the event. Um, another slouch in community giving, Saxon's Diamond Center. That's right. Is the presenting sponsor. Uh, they always step up. They do. Um, and um, so people can donate uh, new or gently used purses. And, again, they can go to the website for that. And that is... Um, Friday and Saturday, November 2nd and 3rd at the Armory. That's a great event. I've mm-hmm. been to that event. Yeah. yeah, so many people know about this event mm-hmm. when I start talking about it. Oh, I've been going for years, but <clears throat> there's you can get some great deals on designer purses. You can. Um, yeah. I have donated a ton of bags so that yeah. I can buy new bags. So thank <laughs> you <laughs> for that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So when you're cleaning um, out your closets, mm-hmm. oh, we yeah. have um, we have about 48 in the bottom of two different closets. And why are they always in the bottom of the closet? <laughs> no telling secrets. That's right. Women love ham. It's a really well done event. event. Yeah, There's yeah. The, the hunt and find comp- component right, of right. it yeah. that I love. Yeah. Yeah. A ton. And There's the, a ton. You'll, the Friday mm-hmm. night is kind of the preview event for mm-hmm. a couple hours. People pay a price, they drink a little bit of wine and mm-hmm. food, and mm-hmm. they get an idea to. They get a preview to check out all the different bags, the auction ones, because we have silent auction mm-hmm. ones. That uh, It's a really nice bag, but there's also lots of great gift packages sure. inside. Gift cards. And, gift mm-hmm. cards and all sorts of things. I think last year we had some celebrity bags from community leaders, and we usually have about 100, 125 stuffed bags. Yeah. And then auction. just when you walk in... There's just tables and tables of other bags mm-hmm. that people can, yeah. the retail purses that people can buy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We had them divided up by either brand or color, color. or style last uh-huh. year. It was really easy to find them. It was mm-hmm. nice. We had some volunteers. Wallets, backpacks, mm-hmm. luggage. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, mm-hmm. and, you know, several months before the event, we'll start putting boxes out in retailers and some of our community partners and churches and people, the ladies just donate the bags. Mm-hmm. And then we have a group of people community um, volunteers that clean all the purses and but some of them don't need much they look right. like they're brand new hardly used right. purses change but ladies donated right. yeah. it's a great volunteer opportunity to help clean the purses whatever yes, you find you can you <laughs> Or some old Tic Tacs. Really? <laughs> you never have enough old Tic Tacs. You never know exactly what you'll find. I already have my bags put aside, so oh, I'm ready. Right. Awesome. Yep. Now, do you have to tell your spouse if you donate bags to this thing or just do it and then see if they ever notice? Oh, you have to tell your spouse. Oh, okay. I don't tell my spouse. Oh. He doesn't care. But right. if you're referring to you telling your spouse, I would recommend a big yes. Yeah. <laughs> Because that will be the bag she goes for. The, of the one that you will. have donated. Okay. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You better um, when she sees it on the street. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Like, I used to have a bag just like that. <laughs> like the Seinfeld where the dry cleaner was, uh, yeah. his wife was wearing the furs. Yes, and the yes, ca- yes. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Um, and uh, uh, also, speaking of the armory, we're going to be looping you in. We're um, the second chance job fair. Um, in early October, Perfect. based on this bonding um, okay. availability. Um, so, and that's going to be really an education for employers okay. and for folks who to meet employers and understand about this bonding opportunity, which is basically a $25,000 no exclusion insurance policy for any employer who hires someone who's been justice involved or in recovery bad credit, unemployable for other reasons, and this, there's no exclusion, so it helps an employer who's willing, and we've already, so many employers already have said, yeah, just tell us about it, they're willing, and they're, some stakeholder is saying, well, why, you know, why are we hiring someone who needs to be bonded, or something mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. this is often the way they can get it done, Right. so, uh, so just drive home to people, um, 
we have about we started like eight minutes uh, so let's spend a few minutes so to help people understand that we don't in Hartford we don't often see homeless families um, we already talked about um, the I, I, I guess the, the the completely inaccurate stereotype that people have about who the homeless are and what it means to be homeless and what you're doing really to, to end it and how the practical things that uh, Harford Family House does mm -hmm. that really make difference in so many people's lives. Yeah. Tell us about that. Well, we have an opportunity to, with our case management staff, to really put a case plan together for every individual family that we're working with. So we can really address, get to the root causes of their homelessness. Mm -hmm. um, and make sure if they have mental health issues that they get to the appropriate provider. Mm -hmm. Next year we <coughs> uh, started a relationship with Villa Maria and we're actually going to have a mental health counselor on site oh, a wow. couple days a week to help because that's a huge issue for our families. Mm -hmm. um, the partnership with um, the financial world in getting our folks to understand our case managers work with them in putting a budget together. Mm -hmm. um, so real basic financial literacy stuff that um, an opportunity to save with us. So uh, each client pays something okay. to once they get their job. Okay. They're committed to paying something to live with us. Um, but Sarah, our case manager, will our, our program coordinator, case manager person, <laughs> will um, make sure that she figures out what each, what each family can afford and then plugs in a little extra so that they are saving. Okay. We actually hold it. Um, we have an escrow account where each family can save money with us so that when they're leaving, they have an opportunity for the first month's rent to pay BGE wow. bills. That's great. Um, because, you know, in order to help them repair their credit, they've got to start saving and understanding mm -hmm. how to do that. Mm -hmm. um, there's lots of programming for the kids because we want our kids, when they're with us, to feel as normal as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's Camp Happy <coughs> in the summertime, which is about a four-week camp every day that we provide for the kids. Um, we have horseback riding opportunities for them. There's mentoring. There's yoga. I mean, there's all sorts of... Of great things that we provide for the children. Mm -hmm. um, every month there's monthly steps to independence meetings where uh, community groups come in and provide a dinner and then there's some sort of program for all of the families to learn something uh, mm -hmm. about goal setting or something about the financial world mm -hmm. that they need to know. Um, so there's lots of great services that we provide to the families. And last year, just really proud to say that we had a 90% <coughs> success rate. So 90%. So that meant that every family last year that exited the program went on to find an appropriate place to live wow. moving forward. So <clears throat> independent of others. And the numbers are just amazing. Last year, overall, fiscal two. 2017. Actually, Leslie, I'm going to ask you to read this because my allergies. <laughs> Why not? Just pile it on. I know. I know. You should go straight home after this. <laughs> Just read that quickly before we get Absolutely. Um, overall, uh, Hartford Family House served 43 families, 153 individuals, and that com was comprised of 56 adults and 97 children, which I think mm -hmm. is what... Joe Q public doesn't think about. Doesn't understand. They right. don't. They don't. Um, mm -hmm. Eight married couples, one single father, and 32 single mothers. Um, two unaccompanied adult, young adults, which you spoke to earlier. 100% mm -hmm. um, participated in financial literacy classes and developed a working budget, which is key. Um, 28 of the 39 adults were able to work. 72% were able to secure or maintain employment. Another great, great figure. 21 individuals received transportation to and from work and or assistance in obtaining their driver's license, which is a huge roadblock, I know, for a lot of people. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, three individuals were able to obtain a vehicle through our partnerships, through your partnerships. Mm -hmm. um, 
poor people work towards furthering their education. By the way, it is our partnership. Yeah, it is. Yeah. No man community. Is yep, right? exactly. Yep. Um, approximately 40 volunteers donated 202.5 <clears throat> hours of service through STEPS, art classes, apartment sponsorship, mediation, and yoga classes. And, um, gosh, 26, over, almost 27,000 bed and program nights of shelter were offered through Hartford Family House. That's mm -hmm. a staggering number. Yeah. And um, when you think about if Hartford Family House wasn't there. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, and overall, as you were saying, Robin, you have a 90% success rate and 21 families exited the program. That's just, yeah, so that thank you for all you do. That, those are wonderful statistics. Yeah. And, and we're listening? excited about that, but we have Community Action says there's 150 families on a waiting list. Wow. So, you know, our challenge as an organization is to be able to find more housing units mm -hmm. and uh, enhance our capacity to grow so mm -hmm. that we can meet that need of those 150 mm -hmm. families because mm -hmm. what are they doing now? Absolutely. You know, where are they going? Um, so. And just put yourself in their place. What that mm -hmm. must mean mm -hmm. to, to wake up in the morning and be looking at that mountain in front of you. Um, and you're probably not waking up in a nice warm mm -hmm. bed. No, um, no, not at all. With a nice warm hot shower waiting you. HartfordFamilyHouse.org, uh, we have Robin Tomechko, the CEO, and Heather Lynch, uh, Resource Development Manager. Uh, you're listening to WAMD 970 AM, and we're going to stick around for another few minutes to talk about the library, library, but thanks so much, ladies, and all of your whole team, what you do, and everyone out there who supports this, this amazing, difference-making organization. Mm -hmm. Go to the website immediately after Leslie talks about the library. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we have going on at the library? Well, the thing that is in the hopper for us, and I know a lot of kids are getting excited about and parents, is our summer reading challenge, um, which begins on June 18th and runs through August 25th. And uh, we're doing a big launch at our Abingdon and Falston branches on June 18th. So stay tuned for more details. The theme this year is Libraries Rock. So it's a music... Um, not geology uh, theme, <laughs> although we are open to interpretation, uh, but there's a lot of excitement already. Our, our um, children's librarians are starting to book talk out in the schools and get kids excited about it and talking about it, and it's a wonderful program. Last year, we had almost 19,000 children participate, so it is just what they look forward to in the summer. We have a lot of great programming related to that. Um, you know, summer's coming up, so it is vacation time for a lot of people. And I just wanted to remind everyone that we um, have a passport acceptance facility at our Bel Air, Bel Air Library. And it's open Monday through Thursday from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And then Friday and Saturday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. I have talked to so many people in the community who have used this. And they're like, it's so much better than going elsewhere because we have a team dedicated to it. They get you in and out. Um, you get a cute keychain um when you get your say that passport three times fifth. <laughs> i can't i barely could say it once um even when i don't stumble over my words some mornings i have it is an adorable keychain how's that um and then to go along with that we have some travel programs going on in in some of our branches our norrisville library on tuesday may 15th from 6.45 to 7.45. We have a gentleman that we've been working with for quite some time. His name is John Butler, and he is a world traveler, and he goes to all these exotic places and takes these amazing pictures and comes back and gives presentations at our libraries. And the theme for this one on May, Tuesday, May 15th is um, Central Europe. So he is going to talk about the rich history there. Um, he went to six Central European countries that he's going to talk about so what was that how many did you go to six six of what six <laughs> don't make me say <laughs> i fell for it <laughs> and then at our joppa branch on th i'm going to get you Bob <laughs> on thursday may 17th from 6 30 to 7 30 p.m um irene sakalato i think i did pronounce her name probably incorrectly it's right up there with tomechko <laughs> um she is going to talk about um, some journeys that she's taken, both home and abroad. So, um, 
That's not good for the ego. We are really <laughs> going down. If our listeners could be in the studio today, you would not believe. I have to come see uh, Heather's other business for yes. wellness and, yes. and health and, and health energy and, and eating right. <laughs> um, and then on Monday, May 14th, I wanted to shout out to Abingdon Library. Um, and this is happening all day on Monday the 14th. It's a wonderful event. It's called Hooray for Police. And we honor our local police officers um, by allowing all of our customers of any age to come in and create a thank you card to celebrate National Police Week, which runs through May 19th. And then we deliver those to, you know, the sheriff's office and our local police station. So that's very important. The kids love it. Great. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, guys. I think that's it for this week. Um, I think we've run out of time. Um, I know we could talk for hours about this wonderful, um, our guest from Harford Family House. Thank you guys for being here today, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for having Thank us. Thank you.